two weeks since you've listened to us since uh, none of you listened last week appreciate that yeah uh, zero hot sisters boys the streak is over it is. I told you I, I, I read didn't no I didn't uh as we we're making it was our, his master plan yeah as we we're making our <laughs> picks last week JT says you don't believe that I know exactly what you're doing and he was right and it worked out so if I have to, know, do it, could you? If, you if, think Texas A&M is going to beat them, right? Yeah, I think Georgia will too. <laughs> really? Oh, keep going. I'll yeah, I, Alabama, Kentucky, Kentucky, Tennessee Tech. I mean, <laughs> top to bottom. Good. Did y'all watch the game? Beautiful strategy. Yeah, we watched every second of it. Um, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I gave up after the first half. It was pretty disheartening, and uh, <laughs> at the end of the game, when I realized what was happening, so. You know, I kind of didn't want to see that happen again. It was kind of like I was, I was dejected watching it. Yeah, it was. See, it wasn't good. See, as much as I was trying to use reverse psychology, I completely expected what happened in the first half. Uh, of course, yeah. the guy behind, we're, we're sitting in the student section, so the guy behind me is cussing, I mean, like I've never heard before. Uh, and, you know, Mike Pittner and Rachel and Alex and all them beside me, they're all getting upset. And I look at him. I bet like, Mike was cussing, wasn't he? Oh yes, I, I'll get to that. <laughs> Mike's uh, a cusser. Yeah, I uh, hope Pat isn't listening. But <laughs> yes. uh, I, I looked at him and I said, "What did you guys expect?" I was like, "This is exactly what I expected." So I I didn't actually get you know too worked up about it. Uh, I didn't think there was any way we'd come back at uh, after half. I tweeted uh, before halftime and said, "Just fire him at the half." Um, <laughs> I said that, and I changed my bio on my Twitter to uh, Fire Butch Jones. Yes. And, uh, Are you booing him off the field, too? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he deserved it. That's yeah. See, me, me some because I had somebody, obviously, when the comeback started, they said, are you going to rethink your tweet and your bio? And I said, absolutely not. Because me being mad about that and having those feelings is exactly, it's being validated right now. Because this yeah. this is how good we can be, and this is how explosive we can be, and how dominant we can be on defense. And when you don't get that, then what's you know you got to blame somebody. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's true. I pictured I, I pictured Mike like throwing his hat as far as he could, like you know telling his fiance that they're not getting married. Like I, I pictured him just breaking down and all that stuff. Uh, Mike was chanting, "We want Vandy." <laughs> We want Vandy. Yeah, he's chanting. We want Vandy, and as as Florida players were getting hurt, he was wishing heart attacks on them. Uh, I can I I can hear Mike doing that. Alec was not amused. So, but that's that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, I contributed to it. Um, Do you have a problem with in that type of environment? booing opposing players when they're down hurt, acting hurt, at least. Uh, no, it's, it's hard to, if they're acting hurt. I mean, it's, if it was like soccer or something like that, it's different. But, I mean, it's 
football is the most contact sport of all time. So um, you got to give people the benefit of the doubt unless it's like one minute to go and they're purposely going down, you know. Or unless it's Florida. Or unless it's Florida, or if, you know, if you're in the stadium, I understand, and you follow everybody's lead. But yeah, I, I, people I, were watching on TV see it a little bit better, I think. I completely booed every single one of them that went down. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't regret it. Uh, you're in the moment. Yeah, I was in the moment. I, I was in the student section amidst the FU Florida chants, and uh, uh, they had some chants about the people that were hurt, too. But uh, we won't go into that. I I can't just say the word for that, but uh, second half, man. Well, I mean, thirty-eight in a row, thirty-eight. Yeah, I mean, this is nuts. Yeah, I mean, Dobbs. When that, and you know what happened was when we finally got Dobbs moving, we finally got him running. Like I tell you all the time, JT, when he yeah, finally okay. got out to the side and started running, he got in a rhythm and he got hot. Okay, or it could have been halftime adjustments, and they've made him go one-on-one and make the easiest throws possible, like a slant across the middle for a touchdown, and a double move, single coverage pass over the top. I mean, those weren't hard throws. He just actually made them and then put it on the back shoulder. Hey, you still got to make the throw, and you got to make the catch. He did. Or can we he say, did, or can we I mean, say that they got tired of being embarrassed? Could it just be that? Like, they came out and played with yeah. some freaking pride? That's really it. I think it was, <laughs> it was halftime adjustments. Coach, real good coaches make halftime adjustments, I mean, even in high school. And we don't have I mean, real good coaches. Well, you did for the second half. I think Michael Wayne didn't. He went with his same plan, and DeBoard and oh, everybody just was like, all right, we need to find matchups that, you know, like bringing Malone out of the backfield for that touchdown just to get him one-on-one. I mean, I think, Josh Dobbs can handle that. He can't handle a play action re- where he has to go through progressions. And that's he fine. He can't handle that shit. That's completely fine. That's no, fine. If you can do it, hey, what, 38 straight points can beat anybody. Yeah, right? I mean, Shoop, our defense coordinator, he made his money. Uh, we've allowed, in our four games yeah. this year, we've given up a total of 24 points in the second half. Um, it's, I mean, in every game he has shown – and when he comes out after halftime and he makes his adjustments, it's lights yeah, he's out. He's got it figured out. It's lights out. Uh, so I was glad, you know, that we came back and man, it was it was awesome to be a part of that. It uh, no, that's, that's pretty sweet, especially the end. Watching it on TV was cool with, you know, then with Butch leading the Rocky Top and yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it was it was like a like a it was a sigh of relief on everybody. Then everybody got to party. Oh yeah. Plus, me being in the uh, liquor business, my sales go up at least twenty five percent on Titans wins and Tennessee wins. So, so you were glad it, to see it. Oh man, it's unbelievable. I mean, but, but when they lose, it goes up about fifteen percent because people still drink. <laughs> right. But uh, but uh, like seriously, on Monday going to stores, you could tell like people were out empty with stuff because. They were excited, and you know they kept. They wanted to keep celebrating, and most people went to the Titans game thinking like, "All right, now my balls win." You know, then the Titans shit happens, but still, they they showed up for the Titans game. And I'm gonna tell you what, man. People, watching people, you know, you talk about people celebrating and how you know Bush led the chant for Rocky Top. We can sit there and talk about it all day. People will never know what it's like until you experience it firsthand. Man, it's the most amazing thing in the world. You know, it's being okay. in the stadium number one and then a big win like that, I can't even imagine. Like, being in the stadium itself is amazing. It's, it's, it's an experience second to none. But a big win like that, I, I couldn't imagine. I'm sure it was just crazy. A madhouse. Man, it was. I was in I was in the stadium for uh, when Clint Sterner fumbled at, against Arkansas. It was Arkansas at home. 
when in 1998 when they were about to get beat. And, and really, you were so and, old. You know, actually, yeah, I was. I was. Well, I was in the end zone where it where it happened, and just the because everybody was just about to cry because the season was about to be over or their chances going undefeated was about to be over, and right. then Clint Sterner stumbles and fumbles, and then uh, Travis Henry. Or it might have been Steven scores the next touchdown. It was just insane. It was raining. It was insane. Man. I'll never forget that. Which I obviously don't remember it. I've seen the replay of it. But, man, it was – we'll get off of this in just a second. But, man, it was awesome just to be <laughs> a part of that. I mean, I, me and Mike the whole second half, even when we come out and we, we scored that first touchdown, me and Mike didn't say nothing. We didn't clap. We didn't cheer. We didn't do anything because we didn't care. We, mm-hmm. you know, we thought we were going to lose. So, we were both standing this one way. And, uh, you know, we didn't move. We didn't say nothing. And everybody kept looking at us like, why are you not cheering? Why are you not excited? And we stayed that way until the fourth quarter when they failed on that fourth down. We did not move. And then once that happened, I went over. I gave Mike a big hug. Uh, The guy to my left of me, I hadn't talked to him the whole game. I hugged him, told him I loved him. Uh, It was just, it was awesome. It was awesome. Knoxville is amazing, amazing too, especially when you win. I remember my freshman year when they went down to Florida to beat Florida, and I remember they came back on campus because Big John Henderson was there. There was a pep rally. He was just going wild. He was horse screaming at the top of his lungs. Everybody met outside of Neyland Stadium because it was, like, again, Knoxville was on fire tonight. Not literally, but everybody was out there partying. All the bars were jumping, and we were having a good old time because they clinched, they clinched the spot in the SEC championship game the next week. And all they had to do was win, and they played for the national championship, and, of course, LSU upset them. So, yeah. you know, it comes oh, yeah, to the territory. Man. You remember that, right? 2001. Mm-hmm. You guys are so old. Yep. Yeah, Ro- uh, Rohan, Rohan Davey was the quarterback for uh, yep. LSU. <laughs> all right, next. Matt, this is my last thing on it. Obviously, I don't want to get into old quarterbacks. I'll go on forever. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But <laughs> – how awesome did it feel for me and Mike? Well, mainly me, but I know Mike felt great too. But me going to Gainesville last year and having to walk out with Florida fans harassing me all the way to the car. Man, the other night to be able to walk out of there and gator chomp every Florida fan I saw was an awesome feeling. And it was With that dirty stash. With that dirty stash. Man, I got I got compliments <laughs> on it all day. I bet. I yeah. like it. Hey, it was real. I don't. I don't want people to think it was fake. It was a real deal. I know it was real. Uh, I don't doubt you. You're a grown man. Yeah, exactly. Um, it. What's funny is when Rachel. We, we had a bunch of pictures, and it freaks me out looking at pictures because it doesn't even look like me. But Rachel, you know how Facebook now the pictures like they tag faces automatically. Maybe. Oh not, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they do, and it didn't recognize me. It wouldn't tag me automatically. So. Uh, That's I, great. I even fooled that means Facebook. It means it's a good stash. Absolutely, it was solid. All about the stash. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, this just in: uh, JJ Watt's going to be put on IR. Yeah, not good, man. For what? Yeah, he's, he's done. He's done. Wow, not good, man. I guess he's going to lose his home. <laughs> yeah, That's good for right. you know. It's good for Mariota next week. You know his saying. I'm talking referencing. What his He's, house? No, the he says success is success is least, and the rent is due every day or something. Every day, yeah. 
yeah. he's gonna lose his big uh what is it cabin in minnesota or something like i don't that. know he's such a queer <laughs> he is a he is a big old drama baby isn't yeah he? he is pretty damn good football player though oh he gets yeah. after him. no doubt yeah, no doubt definitely does. High, I really it. high I motor it, really I high motor though. Because how many people get there and, and, and kind of rest on their natural ability? He can probably go out there every week and kind of do the bare minimum and still be pretty successful. I'd say I'd give him maybe six to eight sacks a season. But, you know, he gets the most out of himself. You know, that's why he's able to put the numbers because oh, he tries to work it. Yeah, he so does. hopefully it's not a recurrent injury. Hopefully, you know, he gets back and he's he's healthy again. You know, he's definitely one of the few, you know, one of the big stars we have in this league, yeah. you know? I definitely, I, I wish him the best, and I hope he's back after the Titans get done playing him. But um, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Do you uh, do you have a hot sister for the week, JT? I do have a hot sister of the week. The hot sister of the week is Neil Gordon's sister, Marla. Oh, Marla Gordon. Her last name's a gear or something, but anyway, Marla Gordon, hot sister of the week. She was a heck of a teacher, man. Oh, she's a beautiful drama teacher. Yeah, that was a great class. It was a life-changing experience. Yeah, those Gordons are some good people. They are. They I'm are. a hot sister week. Marla. Uh, changing directions a little bit. Uh, the Jose Fernandez news. Uh, Marlins pitcher that uh, passed away Sunday morning. I guess it wasn't a boating accident. Man, that was yeah. that's awful. I mean, he was he's he's he was he was going to be a top. You know, top five guy, money guy, and uh, just to twenty four two hundred million. Sure. Yeah, twenty four years old, man. That's awful. Wife's pregnant. <coughs> yeah, yeah, very, that's very, very tragic. Considering the backstory coming from Cuba, everything yeah. he had to go through to get here and to lose his life that way. You know, I can't sit here and say like, "Hey, I'll watch every game he's pitched." You know, I know the name. I've seen the highlights, and he's pretty good. You know what I mean? Overcame Tommy John a couple of years ago. Um, devastating for the, you know, it's kind of shifts the franchise. Obviously, baseball is not really the big deal right mm-hmm. here, the big factor right here, but it kind of shifts them and they go in another direction because, you know, they had an ace on their staff and that was like, wow, everybody shook up beyond it. I'm sure, you know, things will get back to normal in due time, but like you said, man, it's like the human element to it. You know, you, you know, you leave Cuba, you get here, you know, you leave the grandmother behind and, you know, you want to get her back with you. And eventually they, they did reunite. You know, I'm looking at some pictures from his Instagram where he had his mom and grandma in Times Square mm-hmm. not too long ago. It's just, it's just it's just tragic, man. It was just crazy. You can see he had a great impact on people because everybody was devastated behind it. You know, you look at Poppy, you look at his teammates, you know, you know Cespedes, he put Cespedes, up a jersey. Yeah. They put the jersey too, up right? in the dugout. Yeah, of course. So it's like those guys stick together. And it's just, a, it's a, you know, baseball is such a brotherhood. I mean, just looking at mm-hmm. them. Don Mattingly broke down. That, that team president broke down. So it was a sad day all around, man. And then just how they came together, man. So that's why, you know, I hate to get emotional on it, you know, but that's why we say, you know, you tell people, you know, give me my flowers while I can smell them. You know, let people know that you love them while you can because you never know what can happen, dude. You never do, yeah. man. That's crazy. Uh, it was awesome, though. Obviously, they uh, they canceled their game Sunday with the Braves. But uh, mm-hmm. yesterday, man, they all were wearing – uh, Fernandez's jersey and uh, D Gordon was leading off and he actually he, t- he took the first pitch wearing uh, Fernandez's helmet uh, then oh, I didn't know that yeah swaps over and hit, hit and hits a home run first about the wow. game I knew that I knew that but I didn't know he was wearing his helmet I love how some of them were cutting their, were cutting their hair like uh, Jose like it, was, it looked like there was a bunch of Jose Fernandez out there it was pretty pretty surreal that was amazing, but D. Gordon's quote, and I have it in front of me right now. I read it and saw it today on it was on Facebook. 
And he said, I told you, boy. He said, I told the boys, if y'all don't believe in God, y'all might as well start. I ain't never hit a ball that far. Even in BP, we had some help. It's kind of crazy. Like, you know, it's like he's there with them. You know, it was like that element that, you know, I've never done this before, but I know somebody had to guide me on this one. So it's pretty cool how it all kind of tied together, you know? Yeah, first time I know it's tough, season. but, yep, awesome. Yeah, I, I can't imagine the feeling of being there. I mean, even even sitting here just talking about it, it gives me chills. And, oh, yeah, uh, just yeah. watching him around third crying was insane. Yeah, it's just <laughs> so much. I never lost a teammate, but we lost a classmate at Webb like that. He was try- trying to get to school. I think you may remember him, John Freeman, uh, JT? Yeah. You yeah. may know the name. You remember that, right? He got hit by the tracks in Bell Buckle. The, the train actually hit him. And I was, away, I, was in, I was in college at the time. But, you know, he lived in a dorm with us for a while, my, uh, my senior year. And, you know, just messing around with him. He's a real quiet kid, but a fun kid. And it's like having that happen. I remember getting the news. It kind of hurt me. It kind of hurt me. And even thinking about it now it gives me goosebumps. So I wasn't around him as much, but it, it affected me in some way. I couldn't imagine being with someone eight, nine months out of the year, travel together, you do everything together, you work together, and then this happens. So, Man. And I, I, scary. I retweeted a video today of his last out he had in his last outing. And just uh, he actually had a shutout through eight. And, uh, you know, comes over in the dugout and uh, Barry Bonds, you know, embraces him and gets mm-hmm. gets real hype with him and stuff. And just the thought he's gone now, you know, man, that's crazy. So, yep. Uh, and uh, I guess we'll we'll keep the keep the solace. Uh, Arnold Palmer also passed away. Yeah, he hit you guys a little bit more. Can I start first because I'm like the lesser yeah, yeah. golf fans between you two. In sports, you always know who's who in every sport. You know, I wasn't a NASCAR fan, but I knew, you know, Dale. You know, um, I knew all the big soccer players. You know, I knew Pele was growing up, and I, you know, I knew every, you know, I know every prominent player from every sport. You know, hockey, Gretzky made me gravitate towards it. Arnold, you know, learned, you know, growing up and being a sports fan and looking at Sports Center, he's like the first name I knew in golf. You know, Tiger kind of brought me to it and made it exciting because I was curious as to why is he winning so much and how is he winning. But learning about, you know, learning about Arnold, you know, and just kind of learning more about his life and, you know, looking at the businessman he became later on in life and, you know, seeing who he was. I mean, you guys can elaborate more on it. You know, he's like, he was a pretty awesome dude, you know, from from everything that I'm hearing. Everybody loved him. Everybody wanted to be around him. Um, an iconic figure, you know, not just in golf, all the sports, you know, um, somebody to look at and say, hey, you know, I would love to to be the businessman he was, you know, I know that that's, that's irrelevant at this point, but you know, he was one of those guys that he did more to swing a golf club, you know, he was successful in everything. And, uh, it was sad. It's a sad day for sports. You know, we definitely left a, we, we lost a giant. So he'll definitely go down as one of the greats. And he's on that rush more of like athletes period all across the board. You know, we tend yeah. to forget golfers, you know, but they're, they're, you know, they, 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 what they do is pretty awesome. You know, they may not be out there swinging and running and, and throwing punches or whatnot, but you still got to respect them. I agree, man. I, I've known him. I knew him from a drink first that my dad used to have. I didn't know mm-hmm. that he was that he was a golfer until mm-hmm. you know. It really, you know, I didn't love golf until I, until probably early college, where I used to follow it all the time, mainly because of Tiger. But mm-hmm. you know, that's one of those names you always you always hear. But he he went he went at the right time. I mean, he's he's a legend, and legends go around. You know, they last all they can. Yeah, definitely a different situation than the Jose. You know, you hate to see him go, but you find peace in knowing he's a lot better off because uh, he hadn't even been teeing off at the Masters, I think, the last two years. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. He had been struggling for sure. Uh, 
switching gears, we'll get out of that. Uh, in our picks last week, uh, we were picking Auburn and LSU, and JT actually took LSU, and he said that I think this will be Gus Malzahn's last game. So, yeah, it was genius. As, as we know, the complete opposite happened. Auburn yeah, won. Uh, give or take her two seconds or three seconds, it would have gone the other way. Auburn wins, and Les Miles is out at LSU after 12 years. Unfortunate. You know, unfortunate. That, I. Unfortunate. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Reed. I'm no, sorry. I no. think that's unfortunate. Go ahead. I, it's unfortunate. You know what I mean? It's just it's it's like somebody wanted them out. I mean, you you can't throw. You can't. The last two or three years haven't been what we we've known LSU to be. You know, we used to ten and two, eleven and two, whatever the case may be. You know, we've had some nine and four years in there. They haven't been the dominant program we once knew and loved. But I mean, you got to give him much. You got to give him another year. Don't fire him mid-season. Let him finish the year out. I mean, it's kind of a slap. In yeah, the but then what know? if he wins? What if he wins like seven in a row or something like that? I mean, you never know. You know, it's like a, again a play. Well, I'm saying you got to you got to keep him around for another nine and three year. That's not LSU level. You know? I, I thought I, it. I, 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 I thought it was bad at the uh, at the end of last year. You know, when he was trying, they were trying to push him out, and he ended up staying. I mean, it's kind of yeah. like. It's kind of like your girlfriend cheating on you and you getting back with her. I mean, we all know it's going to end eventually. Just, you know, go ahead and give up. Uh, that's kind of the feel it had to me. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think I think getting rid of him now and I think back in the dump truck up to him, I think they had to pay him, I think, around $17 million, uh, to buy yeah. him out. Uh, it's just like walking into uh, – he's getting, he's getting like $150,000 a month for the next 15 years poor, or something like that. Poor guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, this is this is why they did it, in my opinion. They uh, it's just like the barbershop I go to up here in Cookville. When you walk in, you grab a number. So essentially, what LSU just did is they walked in the barbershop and they grabbed the first number to sit in Tom Herman's seat. Yeah, that's exactly oh, yeah. what they did. I think Ed Orgeron is just a genius, and every every place he goes, he just becomes the interim head coach. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he does. He's like, I'm going to get these players to love me. <laughs> I don't care about the rest. Yeah, he knows exactly. Uh, so, obviously, you know, Herman's a name for that job. Uh, Dabo's a name. Uh, Jimbo's a name. Uh, oh, right. I forgot about Jimbo. I forgot he's a Louisiana boy. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, you see? And, and yeah, that's, that may come back. That's kind of a thing. Uh, I'm kind of. Jimbo makes a little sense now. He's already dropped. What? Has he dropped two this year? No, no, just, just no. It seemed like two, Louis, just the Louisville. It seemed, it seemed like two losses when they got beat. Okay, sixty-three to twenty. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? Who do you think takes that job? And is uh, another thing to talk about is, is a Houston job where Herman's built it up to what he has. Is that LSU leaves. job that much better? Because when you're at Houston, yes. you don't have to face Nick Saban. Exactly. Yeah, but, you don't have to. You're not under the constant scrutiny either. So I would stay there and build and. Uh, no offense, I think I don't know if Char- I don't I don't I don't know if, uh, if Charlie Strong's gonna last long in Texas, man. I, that's yeah. just my humble opinion. I don't know. I think something. I think some boosters are still on the fence about him, and he kind of has to. He has to run the table in order for everybody to say, "Oh, we love Charlie." They're not sold on him, so I think he stays put. It kind of takes over for Texas, and they're all as well in Austin. Um, I think Orgeron should get a chance. Remember at USC, he did a really good job a couple of years ago, yeah. and he got passed over. For whatever reason, you know, it, it kind of backfired on him because you know he'd have been a right fit. So hopefully he gets a chance to, you know, he gets a chance to prove himself and he, 
he gets to run the program. If not, you know, he'll run them out. He'll keep him keep him going the rest of the season, and he'll go back to doing what he does best, being a, a high paid coordinator. What else? How else did our picks go? I know we. I know we all had Michigan State, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Major, major failure. <laughs> yeah. Another, I, we had Ole Miss. I, I'd like to know like our record. It'd be okay. cool to keep yeah. it. Another name. Even though like only seventeen people were listening to know our record, that's at least right. We would know. Hey, we care. We they don't. We do. So this, yeah, this is my for sister us. listens. Yeah. my sister. Your hot sister. All right, my uh, hot sister. Picks. Um. By the way, Lane Kiffin's another name for that job. But oh yeah, I would love that. I'm uh, a big Kiffin. Joey Freshwater, care. please. Really? Did it pop up again? Did it pop up for the LSU job? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm, well, hey, I think he's we'll ready. See. I think he's ready. Yeah, it's, that's a long way away. I think he's ready. Uh, but our picks last week, uh, Jamon led us at 6-2. and two, yeah. And me and JT tied at 5-3. and three. Hey, That's still pretty good. Yeah, that what is. did I get wrong? I got, I got LSU-Auburn wrong, correct? You got LSU and Auburn wrong, and you got... Uh, Michigan State. Michigan State wrong. Okay, cool, cool. And well, I mean, that was, I, I didn't think they were going to lose, so. I missed uh, Florida and UT. I missed LSU and Auburn. And On I purpose, missed. though. I, you got to give you that one. But, you know, when it comes down to it, I'm not going to give you that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, man, I'm really, I'm really six and two. Yeah. yeah, no, you're not. Not, <laughs> not when the competition comes alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, man, this week, uh, we won't get into our picks yet, but yeah, we'll come back to this. Uh, Titans Sunday, uh, man, we we act like the Vols, you know. We can't play in the first half, and we come back second half. Uh, end of the game, we drive down, we get the ball to the three, and Bonehead Taylor Lewan comes in with a late hit, gives us a fifteen yard penalty, and that was the end of it. Yep. <laughs> And Malarkey loves it because he shows hustle. Malarkey's a freaking idiot. Malarkey I mean, loves him because he has he want that's what kind of player he wants. Yeah, so. I mean, because he'd rather have it uh, first and goal from the fourteen instead of the three. I understand playing hard, man, but you. Can, yeah, I get that too. And he actually had a really good game. Yeah, they said he graded like, out. I didn't understand. I didn't understand Herb Street. Uh, Kirk saying he was a, he was loafing the whole game. He was just bone. I mean, Kirk was probably pounding a couple. Cold beers in the club level and just popped off on him because he had hey, Kirk was you know, thousand dollars on Titans. Kirk was lit and I liked it. Called him a fake tough guy. I loved that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was the dumbest. It's the dumbest play I've seen in a long time. Yeah, because I I truly believe if we kid the ball right there at the three, we're fixing the score. Uh, oh yeah. And Malarkey actually came out and said he was going to go for two for the win. Yeah, of course, of course, he will say that. Don't Great he? decision, Mike. Great decision. Yeah. Um, who knows if it worked out? I doubt it would have. Uh, after our last two point conversion attempt, uh, I have no faith in those for sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> we talked about that a couple weeks ago. I remember. Uh, what about this weather outside? What? Before we go to our picks, what, what, JT, what about this weather? Oh man, it's amazing, isn't it? It is beautiful. It felt awesome this morning. I had eight a.m. this morning. And it felt awesome we're, to be able to put on a pair of sweatpants and go to class. We were going on, uh, it seemed like we are going on eight months of 100 degree weather. No kidding. <laughs> and to finally, to be like, all right, I get to put on a shirt over my shirt. <laughs> it was it was incredible. A shirt over my shirt. <laughs> yep. I'm going to work out in a long sleeve shirt. Uh, 
It felt great just to be able to roll down the windows again and just ride. You yeah. Know? Man, that's, I miss that. Because when it's been so hot, you roll down the windows down, you just get hot air. So. Yeah. Jermaine, uh, are you like in three feet of snow if it was cold down here? No, nah, dude, I'm good, bro. I'm straight. <laughs> I'm, straight I'm straight up here. We, uh, we got what we got. Uh, we had 78 today. It wasn't that bad. Tomorrow we got 71. So we're good. I'm good yeah, to go. We'll, I, we'll I, talk, I, I to, you. We'll talk to you in December. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Look up some games here for some picks. Uh, to lead us off, we're gonna. By the way, since you didn't listen last week, and you probably aren't listening this week, but I'll say it anyway. Stay. Uh, we do eight picks, and uh, we'll see who does the best at the end of the year. Uh, to lead us off this week, we have. Hey, Rachel has to be listening too, right? At least our sisters could be listening. I doubt it. She'd probably tell me she was. She probably isn't. Yeah, she probably like gets into the. Like five minutes, he's like, "All right." Yeah, my dad. My I dad told my me it was too long. My dad told me it was too long. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, said, we are going pretty long. I said, "No, it's not." But all right, <laughs> first pick we got on Friday night: Stanford at Washington. Oh, we got lucky on that Stanford pick last week, didn't we? Yeah, so we'll go uh, JT. Or we'll go Jamon, JT, then me. So Stanford. Man, I, uh, yeah, go ahead, Jamon. I'm going Stanford. I haven't seen Washington play, even though was it Peterson? They, they struggled against Arizona. They weren't they weren't too impressive, so that's why I'm going with that. They weren't too yeah. impressive. So Bella, I mean, I you know, coach, I don't really watch much of them. Yeah, yeah, I don't know much about Washington, but I'm going to go Stanford because they look like uh, they're slightly better coach, and they have one of the best players in all college football. Yeah, without a doubt, I'm. And their foot, and they're actually the quarterback's not that bad. Really? I know they they always have that like. Um, after luck, they have those game manager quarterbacks, but right. what's his name? It's like Burns or something like that. He made some big throws. Heck, if I know. Uh, yeah, West, stupid West Coast. Yeah, nobody watches that. Um, well, that's the thing. I would watch it, but it's so late. It comes mm-hmm. on so late, you know. You feel like college football should be over, and it's midnight, and they're in the second quarter, and you're like, okay. Uh, Louisville, Clemson. Big game, and uh, Louisville is actually favored over Clemson in this one. Is that Clemson? What's the spread? At Clemson. Uh, uh, Louisville comes through. I'm sorry. I think it's three. Not Louisville. I mean, Clemson wins. I think it's three. Oh, okay, it's a close one. I mean, if, if Louisville wins, I mean, you, I mean, I, I would shock. I'm telling you, man. Dabble, but you know, the boys they haven't they haven't been smash mouth. They haven't been. There. Um, Until somebody so stops, until somebody stops him, I won't believe that he can be stopped. So I know, dude. I mean, Florida. If put sixty three on Florida State, I mean that's no joke. No, not at all. Uh, but Death Valley's Death Valley, and Clemson hadn't really, you know, they're going to get up. I mean, just everybody forget. Everybody forgets about Sean Watson. 
Yeah, but I mean they haven't looked that great, so I mean it's true. Uh, but write it, write it down, Louisville. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one we got Wisconsin and Michigan. Mm, I'm going to Michigan. Yeah. Wait, where's it at? I don't care. Harbaugh. Harbaugh. He's going to be patting some shoulder pads, smacking some helmets, getting his quarterback ready. Yeah. Doesn't matter what his name is. Michigan. I've got uh, Michigan. Even though I hate Michigan. I freaking hate Michigan. I, I wish Harbaugh <laughs> would never win another game in the history of his life. But, uh, yeah, I've got Michigan as well. Uh North Carolina at Florida State. FSU. All these ACC games. Um, yeah, Florida State. I think. Yeah, Florida State. Uh, uh, UNC looked pretty good against uh, Georgia. Decent, yeah. decent. But as we've seen, Georgia's not very good. So uh, I've got Florida State as well. Uh not many great games this week, so that's why we're struggling a little bit. But uh, Miami and Georgia Tech. Rick's got Miami in the up and up. We're going yeah. with Miami. Number I'm going with Miami. Number 14 in the country. Miami. Yeah, turn around. Yo, you got Miami? I, I thought, got Miami. I thought you were Both lagging. <laughs> that Miami. Nah, we going back with. The, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna bring back the glory. I think he's gonna bring him back to the glory days pretty soon. You know, once you get a couple of great recruiting classes rolling in, I think everything starts to, uh, to the, add the, up. And the he's talent, a great coach. The talent's too. down there for sure. Yeah, the talent's course, there. The fans he's, aren't. He's a good. He's a guy that can keep him there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I felt bad for Mark Rick getting pushed out of Georgia. I thought he did a heck of a job at Georgia. Um, and after he did, yeah, but you know, like it's like Georgia, Georgia. I mean, Georgia's like LSU. He, I mean, every year was almost this is the year, this is the year. He could yeah. only say that, but so many times, you know. Yeah, I, I He's agree. He's had talent year after year, great players, great running backs. You know, I agree. And after uh, Georgia Tech laying the egg at Clemson last week, uh, I definitely am taking Mark Richt here. Uh, the showdown from last year, uh, Memphis at Ole Miss this year, and uh, the Tennessee transfer Riley Ferguson. Starting for Memphis at quarterback, and it's had a had a good year thus far. Who you got in this one? Uh, Memphis beat Ole Miss last year, right? They did. Ole Miss. Remember Ole Miss. Ole Miss is up. Ole Miss is really good. Yeah, really good. Man, I tell you, that's they got to play four straight quarters. That's it. Yeah, you look at Ole Miss, and they played. They were up. What twenty one on Alabama, and they were up. I guess twenty one, twenty four on on Florida State, and that's two of the best teams in the country. You know, definitely Alabama. Uh, and so it, it it hurts them that they have two losses, but they're up there. You know, with the better teams in the country, and they showed that last week at Georgia. Um, and it's definitely a different story for Memphis this year. No Paxton Lynch, uh, no Fuente, so definitely taking Ole Miss this year. That's an easy one. Uh, Oklahoma, Bravo. Oklahoma at TCU. Oh, Oklahoma's good. No, sorry, Javon, go ahead. Hello? Jermon. Jermon done logged out again. Who you got, JT? Oh, a robot. That was a robot anyway. That wasn't really Jermon. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Oklahoma. They got to win one. Yeah, Oklahoma. Okay. I'm going to. 
I don't think TCU. Baker Mayfield over real the trio thrill. Yeah, people people were telling me after Kenny Hill's game at, when he started for A and M, they're like he's better than Manziel already. And I was like, do not give me that freaking crap. Yeah. And look, and look at what he, he trade he trademarked his own name after the game. Yeah. Like, he threw five touchdowns and never threw another one against South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, I got Oklahoma as well. I don't. I don't think TCU is very good. Uh, we'll ask Jamon later. No, nah, I think. agree. Uh, Tennessee and Georgia. Uh, Tennessee can pretty much uh, promise themselves an, a place in Atlanta come December uh, with a win this weekend. Uh, he got. I think Tennessee actually plays four quarters. You know, that's, and was Chubb playing? Uh, I don't he, think it matters. He was but, not at practice yesterday. Yeah. Um, I think Tennessee actually – I think they win by 10, 17, but I think they're ahead the whole game. Okay, yeah, that's uh, – I said I was going to pick against him. I'm not. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, what happened – You should. I'm hoping what happened in the second half last week is kind of a springboard effect. Uh, it shows these guys, you know, that they – they, that they are this good, and uh, I'm hoping they can keep that yeah. rolling and keep that rolling through this stretch. Uh, I'm going to need to get some guys healthy before we get to A&M and Alabama, obviously. I think we can survive Georgia without mm-hmm. it, but uh, I don't think Georgia's very good. Uh, they showed that last week. They're beat up, and if Chubb doesn't play, then it's all going to be on Jacob Eason's shoulders, and uh, I definitely like that matchup. Uh, and a, a stat I yeah, saw my favorite, today. My favorite quote from uh, – Go ahead. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought Jamon came in. Um, my favorite quote from Kurt, uh, from Smart when he first took the job, he noticed that uh, most of the players in Georgia were not Alabama caliber. Like they would have been backups at Alabama. <laughs> and so, I mean, just him knowing that, just him yeah. saying that was like, all right, yeah, they're they're not where they need to be. No, yeah, exactly. And I mean, Ole Miss put a a butt whooping on them, but I think it'll be closer than that. But, you know, Tennessee wins. Yeah. I think Jamon, I think Jamon takes Georgia. That's what I heard. Is that right, Jamon? Yep. He took Georgia. Okay. Jamon takes Georgia. Good pick, Jamon. Because he's leading. Yeah. Good pick, Jamon. Between the hedges. <laughs> uh, but another, uh, an evolution of the Tennessee game needs to get back in. Evan Berry, who returned to kickoffs, was number one <clears> kickoff returner <throat> in the nation last year. Georgia, I think, has kicked off something like 20 times, and they've only had six touchbacks. So watch out for that this weekend. Uh, Evan Barry, I like it. He should get some more opportunities, so we definitely like that. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. If if uh, Evan Barry takes one to the house uh, this this Saturday, I will – next next time we do this, I will – I'll take a shot for um, – for every point scored. Oh no. On for every not not on both teams for Tennessee. So if we score fifty. Yeah. I mean I'm not not like a full shot, but I'll take a drink for every point scored. Okay. Okay. Uh, while uh, while we're while we're doing the show. If Evan Barry takes one to the house. Okay. Well, I, I think there's a good chance right. of that, but uh, you might want to take a drink for Jamon too. Seems like he's fallen. I mean, we had Jose, <laughs> Jose Fernandez, and Arnold he's Palmer, and Jamon's gone now too. So, 
Rest in peace, Jamon. Uh, man, JT, right, JT is fun. Uh, we'll talk. Hey, okay. tell Sherry Little to tell her husband to listen to this damn show. Well, Even though it may be a little long, we ramble. Yeah, it's 40. Hello? It, hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Dude, man. I want to uh, tell you something. I did not pick Georgia. I heard that. Do not say I picked Georgia. Don't throw that blasphemy my way. Do not do it to me. And you're okay. gonna get alcohol. Po- and you're gonna get alcohol poisoning if you decide to take a drink for every point UT scores next weekend. So go ahead and make sure your insurance is up to par. All right, man. All right, <laughs> no problem. You came back quick, Jamon. It took Jesus three days. You come back in five minutes. I know, man. <laughs> That's great. All those people in New York using using the internet. I guess so, man. I don't know what the hell just happened, but I'm back. That's all I'm at. We were fixing to say our goodbyes, and you joined back in. Yeah. Nah, brother. Don't count me out like my boy's new edition say, man. Well, we got one more pick to ask of you then that we didn't get your opinion on. Uh, Oklahoma, TCU. Oh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. Baker Mayfield's going to have a field day on him. TCU isn't that good anymore. Yeah. Patterson needs to start looking for a job soon. Yeah, it's, 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 that 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 era is coming to an end soon. Needs they look really yeah. good, and they dodged the Big East a few years ago and wanted to jump up a level in competition. I don't know if that was the best move for them. It's kind of hard to get kids that go to TCU too. It's yeah. not a Texas. It's not a Texas yeah. Tech. It's not even. It's not you know. It's a little bit above a Houston, but you know you get my drift. It's Texas Christian University, so some players may have some reservations going there. You know, not saying anything's wrong with a Christian university, but. TCU, uh, you know, they may have to start looking elsewhere. He needs to get out while the while the sun's shining, you know. I think so. Kind of like with... I'll actually uh, probably go to Houston next year. Yeah. Nah, hey, that's a possibility. That, that's a real possibility. But, uh, or Kentucky. Or Kentucky, yeah. I wouldn't go to Kentucky. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't go to Kentucky. But no. He, I, I would go to Kentucky just to get paid and be done in three years and just... Yeah, because you yeah. don't have to win. Dude, why are we, we on this subject matter next week? How about last week real quick? Give a shout-out to Duke football for beating Notre Dame, bro. I love That's it. True. I love that it. That was really awesome. I don't I don't respect Notre Dame, but they're still probably being the Fiesta Bowl. Oh, yeah. But, somehow, some way, yeah, but Brian Kelly, needs, we need to talk about his job security. Maybe not now. Not saying we nah, do, but I think they need to start looking at another coach. Uh, I don't know, man. It's been another year since Manti Teo was there with his fake girlfriend, so <laughs> we got to figure that out. Lene like, Kakua. But Remember how he was crying too, man? That was a weird thing, dude. Hey, he's—it was more of a girlfriend than I've got. I wish I had a fake one. I ain't got a real one or a fake one. So. <laughs> All right, but we do have two hot sisters. That's right. That's right. That's why I'm here. Uh, well, guys, Jamon, thanks for joining us. Uh, we get to say bye to you now. So uh, appreciate you guys, and we'll uh, see you next week. Later, Kim folk. Later again, folks. Love you guys. Stay up, man. Four and Hey, my birthday. My birthday's tomorrow. I'm 32. You're alive. Yep. My birthday's tomorrow. You'll see it on Facebook. Then you'll be like, oh, yeah. We're <laughs> out. Then you'll, then you'll text me happy We're birthday out. again, folks. Like you always do. Later. Yeah, girl, been digging on you Sipping on drink number two Trying to come up with something smooth And waiting on the right time to make my move But I just can't wait no more Can't let you slip out that door Prettiest thing I've ever seen before Got me spinning around, I ain't even on the dance floor You're singing that morning